This is everyone's personal favorite show, Keep Breathy. Welcome. Kristen Kilos is the Director at StrategyY, the independent management consulting to leadership teams, business leaders, and founders across various sectors and company sizes. He is also the Chief Pencil Officer at Fintech Reveal, online media on African Fintech, and also an advisor to multiple Fintech companies. Tristan has over a decade of experience in the financial industry, taking care of global banking, back office equity derivatives, relationship management, merge and acquisition, corporate development, strategic partnership at many famous financial institutions such as Societe General, HSBC, Mirabak Group, Virgin Money, etc. Central bank digital currency are spring up in many different countries. Many central banks are either researching the feasibility in terms of implementation or actually developing in this episode, we are going to take a look at all these CBDC developments from the global perspective. Without further ado, let's get into the conversation with Tristan Pilox. Hey, Tristan, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Ira. Yeah, uh, we just talked a little bit about your background offline. Uh, I want to move that conversation to kick off this session because you have a decades of experience in finance, and now you are wearing multiple hats, uh, advisor for multiple fintech startup, uh, uh, the founder of fintech review, and the director of strategy. Why? Can you talk about your background a little bit? What led up to the work that you are doing right now, and why are they? Yeah, sure. So um, I am. Um... I went to business school in in France, and then I studied economics at uh, in the in the Netherlands. Mm. Um, and then, like many many young Europeans are ambitious, I moved to London to work in in finance. Uh, and I first was an intern in M and A, and then I got a job in in corporate strategy uh, at uh, Virgin Money. Um, mm. And I worked on many projects when I was there, uh, from IPO of the bank to mm. um, to like many many strategic projects. And my 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 later focus was on um, developing strategic partnerships with fintechs, mm. trying to understand what was going on in the industry and um, and how the bank could work with with fintechs. So that got me super interested in innovation and, and uh, innovation in financial services and fintech. Um, and a few years later, I decided to leave London and mm. uh, and I started fintech review. I started uh, Strange Why, um, and yeah, and I keep on following what what's going on in in fintech. And I I work closely with. Uh, with a bunch of them trying to help them with their strategy and mm -hmm. and kind of uh, some some issues that they may might face mm -hmm. so yeah that's that's me uh, me in a nutshell um when you are talking about of working with companies for their strategies it's more uh is it something like uh, a company doctor to look into their um, company long-term strategies and then you give them advices something like that yeah so it, it depends on the stage of the business you have mm. like very early stage businesses where you have someone has a great idea but a great idea is not a business so helping mm. 
getting this idea into an actual business. And then for uh, businesses are a bit more developed, it's like, okay, I have this business, I am facing all these challenges. Mm. Can you help me? Can you help me like trying to find solutions? So mm. that's, that's what I do. It depends a bit on, on where, what, what uh, life stage of, of the, of the company. Got it. That's why the advisory work for Manta and Infoapp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I work with Manta, which is uh, mm. which is based in in Texas. Um, mm. And for this, we went from the idea when I had a chat with the the, the founder like a year ago. He had this oh. crazy idea, and now it's about to launch. Mm. Uh, so going all the way. And in Fluab, they were more advanced in their thinking and helping them them actually launch. So, yeah, it's two examples of, of companies I work with. Got it. Amazing. Uh, so let's move into the conversation of CBDC. That's, um, you are the chief pencil officer and founder of FinTech Refill. Uh, yeah, I come to you with a lot of questions with CBDC central bank digital currency. What exactly is that? Can you educate our audience and also me uh, about what CBDC is? Yes, yeah, so the idea of CBDCs uh, kind of came back to life uh, uh, with, with Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies kind of uh, emerging in the past few years, but mm -hmm. it's not, it's it's a bit older than that. Uh, you had experiments by central banks before in Finland in the nineties, and the idea is actually kind of pretty simple, which is that in instead of um, your bank saying, "Hey, Aero, you have five thousand dollars," and they mm -hmm. own this database and they say, "We all the truth. We say you have five thousand dollars." It's the central bank who says. Oh, Aero has five thousand dollars, and mm -hmm. so the 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 ledger is, mm. is centralized, and they they own it, and uh, um, the then exactly how it works it depends. Mm -hmm. There are different concepts and different ways to look at it, but in in a nutshell, it's just that the central bank mm -hmm. uh, is is responsible for for like keeping keeping this ledger and the truth of how much money every people have. Because the thing is in a, in the current mm -hmm. system, mm -hmm. the bank, the, the, the bank for like where you have your bank account is the one saying, look, you have that much money. And then they manage this money, they put it to work and stuff. If, mm -hmm. if it's, if it's a central bank who, who, who has this, uh, this ultimate ownership of, of, um, of keeping your money safe mm -hmm. and then they, they can work with with other banks and say well this is how you access your phone you access your phone through mm. this commercial bank um so it's kind of flipping a bit the the way the financial system works mm. to try to get a bit more well central bank is getting more control over the supply uh mm. of, of money mm. and um and ultimately also knowing who owns what? So yes. again, more control over over uh, over the, the the supply of money. Got it. So basically, uh, CBDC is uh, 
for better control of the money supply and knowing who owns what. Actually, it is more it is like the fiat money in the old days. But I think the uh, main uh, confusion comes to people uh, is uh, what is the difference between uh, cryptocurrency and CBDC? Because when I'm asking you, you because you are an expert, it, it sounds so native to you. Ah, uh, CBDC is this thing. But for the layman people, can you help them uh, understand more about the difference between cryptocurrency and CBDC? What are the common grounds and differences, things like that? Yeah, so if you look at cryptocurrencies, so for instance, Bitcoin, uh, it's a decentralized uh, mm. protocol or database. So no one, I mean, everybody is responsible for knowing like where, who owns what. In a central bank digital currency, it's it's centralized. So the central bank ultimately mm. owns uh, owns like the source of truth and owns the database. I mean, mm. you can also like maybe uh, have several institutions are kind of responsible, but by nature, it's a bit more of a centralized system. Uh, mm. Whereas uh cryptocurrencies by nature they should be more decentralized um, mm. so that's 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 the main difference between between the two and also if you look at the cryptocurrency mm. like bitcoin mm. it's not backed by anybody is yes. it's backed by the community but no one is backing uh, a central bank digital currency it's backed by the central bank and it's backed mm. by the government that is behind the central bank so that's also one of the main differences that in a CBDC, you can think that the government can step in if they see a problem, if they want to, to like prop up the value mm. in a cryptocurrency, it's down mm. to like fluctuation and there is no one, mm. no one actually backing it. Like uh, no institution, like public institution are backing the cryptocurrencies. Got it. So CBDC and the cryptocurrency are, mm, they are same in the way that because of the digital nature, but they are different in centralization and decentralization. Uh, and also CBDC is backed by the central bank so that we can trust the central bank like the Fed or in Hong Kong, uh, like the Hong Kong uh, government. Uh, but in the cryptocurrency world, there's some innovation like stable coin. Uh, people, hey, when uh, people are talking about the cryptocurrency is backed by nothing, there's some stable coin backed by something. Can you talk about the, mm, not just Bitcoin, you just mentioned Bitcoin, uh, or maybe, mm, can you talk about the stable coins like DM or maybe TerraUSD? Yeah. Yeah, so, so the idea of the stable coin is, uh, was introduced because obviously cryptocurrencies fluctuate a lot. Uh, if you look at, at Bitcoin, so the idea was to have something that is stable. Mm. So most of the stable coins are, the idea is to have like one stable coin is equal $1. Mm -hmm. um, for DM, so the Facebook project, the idea was is to have like a basket of currencies and, mm. and but have, having a, a stable value as well. Mm -hmm. And it's mostly used for clearing purposes. So. Um, for instance, crypto exchanges, usually if you want to buy or sell uh, Bitcoin behind 
basically what happens is that you're you're getting like the the way the crypto exchange is doing is that they're buying or or, mm. or selling um, mm. stable coins to and, and then transforming this into real uh, real dollars. Um, the issue is when so you're assuming, for instance, Terra USD, who just collapsed uh, last week. Yeah, everybody was assuming that one uh, US uh, one Terra USD was equal to uh, one dollar. Mm -hmm. Then they realized it wasn't the case because the problem is what the people that manage the stable coins, mm -hmm. what are they putting in front? Because basically you have the two things. So I have like a thousand Terra USD. Do I have like a thousand dollars for real, like in a bank mm. account or not? And what happens is that most of these guys, what they do is that they say, yeah, actually I have, uh, I don't have $1,000. I have hundred dollars and the rest is I have some Bitcoin. I have some, uh, loans. I have some whatever. And the mm -hmm. value is worth X, you know, it's worth the same, but actually when you start looking into it, you're like, oh, okay, actually what you have is not worth. So what happened with Terra USD is because they own they they were backing it with lots of Bitcoin and the Bitcoin crashed, then the value was not worth $1 anymore. Um, mm. And then it accelerated and now it's worth nothing. So it's um, that's the problem with stablecoin. It's mm. usually not exactly $1. Um, and this this can be a problem if you rely on it for a lot of stuff like uh, crypto exchanges. Yeah, got it. Mm, should I be sick, scared of it? Or uh, if I were just an average people and then, hey, you are telling me stable coin is stable, but the Fed is not that stable. So mm, what is your professional taste on this? <laughs> yeah, I would like to hear what you say. So you you have um, you have other stable coins that are actually you know what I was saying they're more um, they're more well, stable. Mm -hmm. It just depends on on the mechanism. Uh, what I was saying, like for instance, Terra USD, the way they built it was uh, was not functioning because they didn't think about uh, what happens if there is a crash, if there is mm -hmm. a flash crash of the value of the of the assets that we hold. Uh, yeah. to, to back the, the the currency and that was the problem others are thinking about like mechanisms that are a bit more stable like um, um, well mm. for instance having many like corporate bonds or mm. you don't need to have lots everything in cash but at, as long as the thing that backs the stable coin is, is stable so you you take things that are not speculative and things that are going to be keep their value over time, then then you're fine. And I think other stable coin, uh, it's in the end, this whole, this whole collapse and, mm -hmm. and the, the cryptocurrency market uh, kind of crashing is good because it cleans a bit, you know, mm -hmm. the things that actually don't work and are not, mm. are not real, like not real stable coins. Well, okay, mm. flash away because uh, the value of the asset they hold is, is, is worthless. And then what will emerge mm -hmm. are the ones that actually function. And, and I think that's, that's a good thing. Got it. So stable coin is more stable than corporate bond and, uh, 
general cryptocurrency like ETH or Bitcoin. Uh, mm. What about CBDC? Do you think? Uh, mm, I'm not sure if it is a right question because uh, I think it's, uh, CBDC uh, comes after the cryptocurrency and then uh, it is still emerging. Do you think CBDC is more stable than stablecoin in general? Yeah, because the thing is the CBDCs, since by their nature they're backed by by the government, they can stabilize mm-hmm. the you can stabilize the value um and but it's it's a bit the thing is um the the guys are really into crypto they don't really like it because then the the whole mm. point was like decentralization and you know like basically no government backing the money and then you're saying oh actually i'm, I'm going to introduce something that is backed by the central bank so a lot of people they don't like it but it's, it's the reality of the mm. thing. I, I think it it could have a great uh, a great future CBDCs. We just need to figure out exactly how it works for the banks mm-hmm. in terms of, of of funding. Where where is the money actually held? Mm-hmm. Uh, because the problem is that if it's not held by the banks and it's held by the central bank, how can a bank do then to lend money, right? Because mm. the thing is. What happens for a bank is that they get lots of deposits from everybody, your current mm-hmm. account, my current account, and then they lend this money to other people. So if if the deposits are not held with them and they're held like somewhere else, they can't lend. So the thing is lots of there are lots of issues with CBDCs trying to figure out exactly mm-hmm. how this works. If actually no, they hold it, but oh. the ultimate uh, ultimate like ownership and source of truth is somewhere else but they, they hold it so then they can still lend so mm-hmm. you, you there are lots of flows like economics flows that you need to figure out uh, for cbdc's to actually work uh well yeah got it it makes sense so we have the basics lab uh can you provide us an overview of the current effort of the bis bank of international settlement and some other countries such as singapore European Union, Japan, what they are doing on CBDC because based on different jurisdictions, they are all doing different things and in different pace. Can you talk about it? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So most most central banks have have, uh, have started working on it. So the the US, the UK, uh, in 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 China, in, in the ECB in Europe. Uh, so a lot, a lot of um, uh, in in Singapore, a lot of central banks are are looking into it. Um, as I said, there is not yet a consensus on how how it's going to work. Uh, different different central banks are taking different mm. approaches. Um, in uh, in China is where it's most advanced at the moment. Um, mm. In uh, in Europe, they've been a bit late to the game, and now they're starting to mm. really look into it. Um, it's the the issue is that it's a complex it's a complex topic, um, mm. and it's not it's not easy to solve. Like you know, this flows mm. and and who is responsible for what and mm. uh, and how it's going to work from a technology point of view and stuff like So I think we're still we're still are or at least a few years for 
you know, real implementation of CBDCs in, in most in most major countries. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I mm. think we'll get to we'll get to some version of it, mm. um, just to probably to simplify, reharmonize a bit the the mm. way the way the supply of money works, mm. and in. Uh, you know, money is already digital, but making it more efficient and and uh, and and CBDCs could be a could be a way to do that. Got it. Mm, perhaps uh, can we nail down a little bit? Uh, maybe just on Europe. Uh, what is the current state of CBDC? Is this uh, you just mentioned? It is uh, they are late to the game. It, does it mean it is still uh, in the very early stage? Uh, of implementing the entire system, uh, maybe in the Europe region. Yeah, so in uh, in in Europe, so if you look at the the two well, the two main two main central banks in Europe, so the UK mm -hmm. and uh, the ECB for the European Union, mm -hmm. uh, the UK has started started uh, maybe a couple of years ago, maybe a bit. Uh, to look into how it would work, uh, mm -hmm. the ECB yeah, they're still very early stage. Uh, mm. I mean, they've published a few a few papers talking about um, talking about um, the implications for, as I was saying, monetary mm -hmm. pol policy, you know, political implications. Because the thing is, mm. as in everything, when you start to touch about like money. Mm. There's political implications in in of the course. way like governments being able to print money and stuff like <laughs> that. So it's it's a complex problem. I think it, that's why it will and in Europe mm. it will take longer. I think to come to a solution because it's also a complex like you know different mm. countries have the same central bank and trying to so you know like for instance if you look at Germany and France they have different views on on monetary policies, but mm. they do come to some kind of agreement because they have the same currency. But the, the economies are different, so they need to come yes. to an agreement. So, which m makes it much harder to come to yeah. a final, like a final thing on this is what the Euro, like digital Euro is gonna look like, and it's gonna, so I think yeah, you're, mm. you're looking at, I would be surprised if mm -hmm. we, ha we have um, we have a digital euro within mm -hmm. five years. Mm. So it will take longer. Got it. Totally agree. It is a very complicated problem, especially in Europe. There are many countries in Europe. I'm based in Hong Kong, and I always kept and uh, keep a close eye to the ECNY, the Chinese version of CBDC. It took quite some time to roll out some pilots, and then. Uh, and also Hong Kong, the uh, HKD, it takes some time. So that's why I asked you about, hey, what's happening in Europe? And I think Europe, uh, I'm not saying uh, the ECNY and the HKD is uh, simpler than the situation uh, of Europe, but Europe has a lot, of, has a quite a number of countries and the, it is not easy to merge everything together. So that's great. Uh, perhaps uh, we wrap up this session with this topic because I, I you know me, I read your fintech review 
and then I think it is a great website. Uh, you will review a lot of different types of financial technology. Is CBDC a topic you would like to review on your online magazine? Why and why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think um, I think that I'll definitely need to uh, need to write uh, write a piece on it. I, I, I've I've written about the Bitcoin uh, mm. interest rates. I um, I'm quite interested usually in in how like the intersection of finance and economics and obviously like CBDC is just mm. exactly at this intersection. Um, so I'll definitely uh, write write about it probably on as you say like the the different uh, the mm. different stages of uh, of central banks around the world i think for instance in europe the uk is probably going to be the first one to if if they want to to roll out a cbdc mm. because they're they're faster usually with financial innovation and uh, i do i do find it interesting i think um i still need to learn and write and read more about different mm -hmm. you know flavors and 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 uh, all the reports that have been out <laughs> from uh, from the central banks uh, and the BIS, and mm. a lot of people are putting a lot of brain power into trying to understand how it would work. Mm -hmm. And I would need to get my head around it first before I'm able to actually really tackle well this mm. topic. Got it. Please keep me posted when you actually write up uh, a written piece for this topic because you know why I come to you because there mm. are not much. CBDC uh, materials uh, for people to learn in this mm. space yet. So my last question uh, for you is, other than FinTech Review, are there any resources would you like to recommend to the listeners about this topic? It could be anything like blogs, books, or magazines. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I would go, I would go quite uh... mm large i think that um the i would trust so on on this topic because for me it's it's a mm -hmm. lot about economics and less so about you know cryptocurrencies so i would uh, i don't know if they've covered this topic but uh, magazines are econ focused on economics so the economist for instance mm -hmm. i don't know if they if they've write about it but I would trust sources are well known for economic pieces uh, or mm. economic analysis um, mm. because, because yeah, as I said, it's it's uh, yeah actually you know if you look at the Economist, mm. they, they, they have several articles mm. on on CBDCs. I think it's it's always very good content and mm. and the guys writing are, are are very knowledgeable about economics, which mm -hmm. is. Which is the main the main topic here, uh, much more than than finance and, and crypto. So, but then you have lots of trust trustworthy um, trustworthy mm. uh, newspapers out there. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I would I would diversify like to get well rounded like different mm. point of views on mm. on 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 the topic. Okay, so economists and also look at the CBD's topic from a macro economic point of view yeah great thank you so much mm, is there anything else you would like our listeners to know share announce or yeah 
and um, yeah, no, I mean, if uh, if you're interested in in all this this kind of topics, mm -hmm. um, fintech review has a newsletter where I rumble mm -hmm. about uh, about well, this and on other mm -hmm. things uh, every week. So uh, it's it's a good good source of of information and. I probably have rambled about CBDCs a couple of times already, so um, mm. I, I I do recommend to uh, to subscribe. Mm. Thank you. Got it. So, thank you so much, Tristan. Uh, appreciate time uh, about this topic. Uh, I I keep learning it because it is very new. And thank you. Well, thanks for having me. Yep. So for the audiences, until next time.